0: You need
1: to embrace capitalism. MRG!
0: MRG! I don't even know what
1: this means, but I love it!
2: It is this hope which is the lever of progress.
1: It's my favorite Fed. To keep
2: one's reactions warm and true. they attack us because we're over there. Is to have found the secret of perpetual youth.
1: Man, you're too pretty to be a libertarian.
2: And perpetual youth do... is salvation. Salutation, sat Stackers and PIN. <clears throat> You're listening to a boy named Sue. That is Mr. Sue to you, a.k.a. Phil Gibson, only on the Bitcoin Made Simple Podcast Network. Quick shout-out to our lovely sponsors, ShiftCrypto.ch. <clears throat> Sorry, having some uh, <clears throat> smoked venison dry sausage. I felt like I had to eat some because, like, my... Leg was getting numb for some reason. I don't know. Uh, shit happens. But shout out to our lovely sponsors. shipcrypto.ch Go snag a BitBox02. A sleek, sexy, simple to use hardware wallet. Because not your keys, not your cheese. And crazy stuff's happening with money. The Fed ain't showing any signs of, of uh, lowering rates. Savings rates 4.4% uh, right now. Right now, and um, they're they're going hard in the paint, heavy in the paint, and we're we're here to talk about the Fed here, and we're going to get into that chapter three of the Creature from Jekyll Island. is what we are going to cover today. This is going to be a part one of three because this chapter is pretty beefy, and we want to get hard in the paint. That's going to be the same for today. Hard in Leave. the paint on the examples. Uh, the the proof of bail, I want to call these examples, but um, just don't forget to use the, the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple, all caps, no spaces, to get five percent off your BidBox 2 and don't be an idiot, be your own bank, get your Bitcoin off the exchange because it ain't yours if it's sitting there, and I mean, pff, yeah, Th- things are scary right now, scary week in the markets, but we're here, we're Bitcoin men and we're going to get into it so uh, i am always here uh, as always i'm grace with the lovely presence of my co-host my partner in crime here uncle jim uncle jim show us your beautiful face how are you sir
0: the people <coughs> i'm good 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 doing good happy to be here this is a beefy one like you said uh three of well this is one of three right
2: yes sir yes sir doing three so, so- yeah. So let, let's just do a, a quick recap of like what the hell was chapter two about guys it's been two weeks where the hell have you been well <laughs> life happens and life always finds a way and it found a way to bring us back together so the two of us are gonna do a quick recap of chapter two of where i am jim you can do whatever you're you're doing over there i'll listen uh, make, in sure the you, make sure make sure you put hour. that fire out you know it's um, we baby. It's um anyone that was watching the live stream uh the one person plus t-bone shout t-bone jim's buddy <laughs> if that's your real name or not i don't know but So chapter two, it was called the name of the game's bailout. And that's all you really had to remember here. There's many colors and flavors of how that bailout game works, but essentially let's use me and Jim as an example. I'm a young up and coming guy who wants to start up a startup company, all right? Whatever the hell it is. I go to Jim. Yeah. Jim is gonna loan me some money. Okay. And name of the game's bailout, because he knows. My company's not going to go anywhere, Jim. What what kind of shitty company idea am I doing right now that's not going to be profitable?
1: Um,
0: you are going to run a hardware store.
2: What kind of hardware? Fucking like, like a hardware store, like a, like, like, a, like 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 oh. Tim the Toolman Taylor Hardware. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. sure,
0: something like that. I don't know. Um, you're gonna know you're gonna open up a you're gonna open up a restaurant. Okay, let's do that. Oh, I'm, gonna you, huh? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna loan you money. French up, restaurant. A restaurant.
2: What kind of restaurant? Whatever you want to do, boy.
0: Whatever you want to do, guy. um French, sure. So, okay, go on with this crepes. <laughs> go on with your analogy. because your that's... phone
2: off. That is disrespectful, Jim. That's that's so I yeah, I'm it. gonna start up a restaurant. Phil's uh, crepes. Phil's yeah, crappy crepes. And it ain't gonna go off, get off the ground. But it doesn't Ooh, matter. Feels because, crappy Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Jim is just like he's the mighty man. He's the bank, and he makes money and profits and prospers and continues to run his bank off the interest that i serve on that loan right and when time comes and i'm like hey jim i'm not profitable anymore i can't pay you that interest payment and i'm never going to pay back my principal to you he's like oh yes yes perfect my favorite part is what jim would say because the name of the game is bell right here because jim Happens to have relationships, he's got access to the Fed window and he's been banking that I need a bailout. Discount, discount, discount. A discount, baby. Fed well, that, discount.
0: They create the money, then I take it, and then I give it to you. But
2: yeah, you come yeah. to me. So, and you so can't anyway, pay your anyway, hold on. No, Go shut ahead, up, Jim. Him. I'm talking. I'm oh, trying I'm to I'm trying to help people here. I forgot. That's right. Yeah, I'm just kidding. So um <laughs> also uh, a, a condition for Jim lending to me. Is that he's also gonna be on the board of directors of my company. Oh my God. In, in in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. like a
0: conflict of interest to me.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, you might think so. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so yeah, I I try to follow before I file bankruptcy, Jim's like, hey, it's all good, you know you know it's partially my business i got some capital at stake so i'm going to keep making money off you okay. and yep. i also want to uh i have that the the shareholders of uh phil's crappy crepes yeah. also be treated well in dividends and whatnot so we're going to go to the fed window they're going to bail us out they're going to save the day and what do you know my loan was rescheduled i get like a lower interest rate and a or uh, higher payment or lower payment and more more payments out longer durations right. extended and it just keeps going and going jim's obligation was really to run my business into the ground and keep it going so he keeps making money off of me
0: right that's, that's the, the only way the banks how, make money right
2: yeah Sorry. that's how banks make money they profit off your failure well, the,
0: yeah, they're essentially kind of the commercial makes are creating money out of thin air, lending it to you because you're coming to them. And then under some sort of, you know, your credit worthiness, like, give me the loan. Sure. Bingo. And then, you know, that money that you're actually making your hard earned money is you're paying that to them in the form of interest. All right. Um, and there you yep. go. That's the facade. All That's right. the yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
2: So that little example didn't need to be as long as it had to, but let's that was let's good. get I, into to the real. Oh, go ahead, Jim.
0: No, I was say. I think the point is the like chapter two was more of an analogy, like they showed you know like of the the football game and everything. And now now we're gonna basically give you, um, real we'll you life the, the meat. <laughs> we're gonna give you the fucking yeah. We're gonna give you real life examples of like, uh, big corporations. Um, states or cities being bailed out by the Federal Reserve, U.S. government.
2: Utility companies. If even. Utility
0: companies, railroads, it's just basically becoming, and then corporations becoming nationalized. Um, yeah. So, take So,
2: it away. Let, let's just get started with that. So, let's go way, way back in 1970, 52 years ago, which, by the way, I think it's very um, poetic, if you could say. Probably the wrong words, but sure, let's uh, go with it. It's kind of poetic that all these Occurrences happened like right before 1971 when we went off the gold peg. This sure. one just happens to start in 1970, but arguably the United States defaulted <laughs> on its like gold backness in the 60s. Gold back, uh, you yeah. know, trying to fund World War I'm mean, not World War II, Vietnam, and just people yeah. in Europe who, uh, you know, were taking who um, parked their gold with us, who were trying to wise up. And so, you know, we've been we, yeah, wise up. We've been, we, we defaulted well before 1971 when we went off the gold standard. But yeah. 1970, we are covering the, uh, this case of Penn Central, Penn Central Station. Mm-hmm. Railroad Station, it became the nation's biggest bankruptcy of its time, of all time, in 1970. And it was a pretty big deal. There were 96,000 employees and had a weekly payroll of $20 million. Yep. And they were in debt to every single bank that gave them out loans. So those banks, not that they're all super important, but we have Chase Manhattan, Morgan Guarantee, Manufacturers Hanover, Han- Hanover, First National City uh, Chemical Bank, and Continental Il- Illinois.
0: One of my right. favorites.
2: Yeah. Bookmark them. Bookmark them. We're going to, they're, they're going to uh, swing by our, our crib later and uh, we'll have, give them a will talking to you in the next episode.
0: Different part, yeah.
2: So, yeah. so these banks, uh, they, they, there was a condition on the loan that Penn Central had with them. And that condition was that uh, the largest of the banks, bank officers became members of Penn's uh, board of directors. And they also had large stock positions here, too. In their trust departments. yes. Yeah, yeah. So conflict of interest, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) And basically, Penn runs itself into the ground. It's not profitable, and it had to postpone... A bond auction of a hundred million dollars that like they desperately needed, mm-hmm. but here, Jim, I kind of wanted to throw this your way because I wasn't entirely sure. Like, why they had to postpone it? It's just it's just because like they weren't profitable, so there wasn't right. enough like confidence if they came out with that announcement, there were like the people that were buying those bonds were they're like, oh, they're not actually going to pay these back. Yeah, yeah there there
0: them. is there's no credibility behind them. Basically, yeah, they didn't exactly. have the money. That's exactly. what I thought. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yep. So they had a Post bone. That's great postpone that bond auction of a hundred million dollars because hundred mil was enough. So it looks like we got to, we got to go to the fed for this bailout bailout. So this cash crisis happened over a weekend and fed chair, Arthur Burns saved the day. And before Monday, he basically phoned up all the federal reserve uh, member banks to let them know, to let the commercial banks know, Hey, we are uh, going to uh, address the situation. Everything's going to be Gucci. And the Fed window will be wide open come Monday. You can and they were t- payroll. They
0: were told this, this information before, right? You know. Yes, yes. Right, this
2: right. is this is Insider Trading 101. And I'll get yeah. into the specifics here. Not even trade. So, well,
0: yeah, it is trading, I guess. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
2: it, it is Insider Trading. Mm-hmm. And, and so basically, it, it meant Fed windows open, AKA. Fresh money. new money for the commercial yeah. banks to lend out to Penn, and uh, and just you know start the payday process all over again, aka banks collecting interest from Penn Central, and so the the board and the banks got this inside information, inside uh, info to, to to trade against the, the retail before this was publicly announced, and the banks were able to get away with this in a very very uh. Roundabout way. So basically the, the banks which loaned money had taken over its board, as I mentioned, and they ran this company into the ground on purpose, because Fed bailout means like big payday. And so all the while extending the these bigger and bigger loans to cover the losses. And so in truth, the the bankers uh, kept this information from the uh, the stockholders and they kept making additional loans. And so basically the, the way that they got away with this is before they announced the postponement of the bonds, they issued out new loans because of the Fed, and they kept the stock market going up. At the same time, they were selling the shares so they could hide how they were crashing the market because they was j- just new life of money, blood being pumped into this the zombie of a company right and so money was also paid out for dividends and it was just like a a a heyday and so let me go to a quick passage here this is from uh chris wells in uh, the last days of the club i think that's a book i don't know sounds like a movie should be a movie if it's not and he basically uh describes what happened here (laughs) And so on May 21st, a month before the railroad went under, David Bevan, Penn Central's chief financial officer, privately informed the, the reps of the company's banking creditors that his financial uh, rep, um, condition was so weak it would have to postpone an attempt to raise 100 million dollars in desperately needed operating funds through a bond issue, and instead, Bevan the um, and instead, uh, said Bevin, the railroad would seek some kind of government loan guarantee. And in other words, you know, fed a bailout. And so Chase Manhattan's trust department sold 134,000 shares of his Penn Central holdings. And before May 28th, when the public was informed of the postponement of his bond issue, mm-hmm. she sold another <clears throat> 28,000 shares. And... Yeah. Oh, and uh, our buddy uh, Rockefeller, David Rockefeller, one of the the, uh, the bank's chairman, would just, you know, d- deny and deflect that they had insider information. And so it's it's important to know that, uh, you know, pretty sure,
0: pretty sure that it was a book. But yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's I mean, just it's manipulation and insider trading of the information, yeah. too. Like, it's just
2: plain and and to simple. take a quote from the book. In other words, the bankers were not in trouble because of Penn Central's poor management, they were Penn Central's poor management. Yeah, poor.
0: that's oh, the best part. That's what I was going to say about it. It's like virtually all of the major management decisions which led to Penn Central's demise were made by or with the concurrence of its board of directors, which is to say, by the banks that provided the loans. Yeah.
2: <laughs> So here's the the quote-unquote three-way bonanza that they got away with. Yeah, read that. One, they received dividends on essentially worthless stock. Two, they earned interest on the loans, which provided the money to pay those dividends. And then three, they were able to unload 1.8 million shares of stock after the dividends at just unrealistic prices. Right. And so I want to take another passage here. (laughs) <laughs> this is the public be damned how basically they're explaining what they did, how they don't give a shit about the public. Yeah. Um, And so this is a letter from Congressman Patman, who was a um, transmittal accompanying the uh, staff, staff of what department was looking into this? What was that? Oh, Securities and Exchange Commission. Yeah, the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, maybe we can get something like this on uh, Ethereum or all the other shit coins. But uh, the this, this summary goes it was as though everyone was some part of some close knit club in which Penn Central and its officers could obtain, with very few questions asked, loans for almost everything they desired, both for the company and for their own personal interests. Where the bankers sitting on the board asked practically no questions as to what was going on, simply <laughs> allowing management to destroy the company to invest in questionable activities and to engage in some cases in illegal activities. These banks in return obtained most of the company's lucrative banking business. The attitude of everyone seemed to be while the game was going on, that all these dealings were of the benefit of every member of the club and the railroad and the public be damned. Right. Member of the club.
0: That's yeah.
2: So fun stuff. And, uh, Anywho, yeah we have uh arthur that part calling to- up the banks saying hey we need to uh yeah uh, basically bail these people out and then of course they're protectors of the public right and so you had right. the leaders of, of the <clears throat> unions and the executives of penn central basically go and run to to congress because eventually this ends up uh, congress stepping in and making this on the taxpayers how we have to pay for it through inflation and they basically argue that hey you know jobs are going to be lost here the country and Mm. and economy depends on this railroad and the navy even swooped in saying that you know we have to protect its defense resources which is a nice plausible argument because this is like during vietnam right Right. and i'm going to get into lockheed here too more or less like the same story so Congress yeah, right. responded like the, yeah. via the Emergency Rail Services Act, and this granted $125 million in loan guarantees so that the banks wouldn't be at risk. And this kind of seems like, like a pre-FDIC bailout for, like, Norway depositors. I That's, like, what uh, I put them it, It's I, pre-FDIC.
0: Because, oh, FDIC was... Um,
2: I mean, the FDIC was still, like, a thing, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, like, some other like abstracting they had it put together to make this oh, look, look more legit.
0: depositors. i see what you're saying okay yeah
2: anyway so yeah. the railroad eventually fails but <clears throat> the bank loans were covered penn central was nationalized into amtrak which runs at a loss and it was also split up one of the, one of them was Con- like Con- uh conrail to uh like passenger side and then other kind Con- other Conrail. half was operations, and that other half was Conrail. Yeah, they were and, private. Uh, well, Conrail they, is right now profitable. They and are loss. Right. and is now yeah, they're private. They uh, were owned yeah. by
0: the government, but then they sold their shell, their shares, and
2: yeah, they sold their shares in '87. So I mean, this right. is like a free market success story. They're <laughs> they are a profitable company, and private unlike company. unlike yeah. Amtrak. They are paying taxes instead of consuming them. So yeah, uh, case study number one, and then let's just like wrap up Lockheed real quick. Yeah. So also in 1970, Lockheed was f- facing bankruptcy, and Congress basically just had to follow the same story here. Thousands were going to be unemployed, <clears throat> and subcontractors would sure. go out of business, and yeah. public would just, you know suffer, you know job losses. All that stuff that we covered
0: before. Right. And and, and the thing is, it, the main thing is like in, in that's the consistent common theme in every single one of these cases is, oh, the, the top, the C-suite guys get together with, you know, um, uh, labor unions, labor or whatever lobbyists, they go down to, you know, Washington and they say, hey, listen, this is what's going to happen if you don't give us a goddamn loan right now, because we're, we're, you know. You know, we're going to lose X amount of jobs. All this shit's going to happen. Like, and you know, it's going to be the detriment of America. People are going to laugh at us around the world, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, God, we have to do that. We don't want to be looked at like, you know, a bad country and weak and yada, yada. So, you know, um, they, but yeah, like, that's the common thing. Yeah.
2: This is funny because this is what I do in my profession because I'm on the opposite end of this. Like because I'm in debt consolidation. Sure. But me as an agent, I had to ask the client you know, what is your hardship? This is a hardship-based program. And so whether it's you lost your job through COVID or your wife left you and or in your ex, like, maxed out all your cards and you're left with the debt or whatever the case might be. You got cancer, whatever it is. Like, you had. this is, like, testimony and all these companies would basically do the same thing and they act like protectors of the the public. And it's just, like, bullshit narrative. Not that what I do is a bullshit narrative because, you know, not that i drank the kool-aid and believe everything they say but i think i'm doing good work and, and helping people like consolidate their debt I'm i'm actually part of the money destruction process which is pretty fucking rad but um yeah it's kind of like the same approach here so let's just get into some some numbers sure. and, and i don't like reading off the numbers from this book because it was written in 94 but updated in 2014 but still like after sure. covid and all this money printing like I think every number that we read from this book needs to be adjusted for inflation, (laughs) but I'll
0: I'll do right. (laughs) But uh, basically
2: Congress agrees to uh, guarantee 250 million in new loans, which actually puts Lockheed 60% even in the hole, but uh, that doesn't matter to them, I guess. So now the government just guaranteeing these loans and uh, make sure Lockheed stays profitable because again, Vietnam's going on right, we all gotta... well,
0: that, and two, when you become a big corporation like that, it, you kind of it's like, well, they need us, you know, they need us, so they're going to keep giving yeah. us these loans. And like, there is no other company, it's it becomes sort of a monopoly, uh, in this, world. yeah,
2: there is no other like company or like
0: two, you know, it's a, it's two, I mean, big there's like Raytheon, another big.
2: like military industrial complex, yeah, but, but like, they all are they like these companies still like go at bidding wars for to sure. get these government contracts sure it's like Microsoft and so this and like giant yeah, sure. like this giant behemoth of like what lockheed is <clears throat> just re-establishes like fuck the free market fuck actual real competition that goes on 100 percent. and yeah, yeah it's like the, the true free market be damned yep so um sorry yeah that's there. lockheed yeah um what else
0: yeah lucrative defense contracts yeah exactly
2: yep so before i let uh, uncle jim here take it over another shout out to shift i think the ch is uh check it get, get Czech shifty
0: get shifty get shifty all right so to get tricky I'd sw- i switch i i Draco blah
2: Blah over blah 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 it's blah, 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 tricky trying to help yeah. out I never learned that the lyrics of that, that song. It's um, to but yeah.
0: around, to around, that's right on top. It's there we go.
2: There we go. Okay. So it's tricky when you don't actually own your own money. So fix that. What,
0: what is money? How do I own the money?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so get uh, a
2: Bitbox 2 harbor wallet. Oh, sorry. I'm an idiot, get your coins at the exchange. I mean... I wonder if we'll see like an exchange bailout, like not just from investors. It wouldn't surprise me, right? They had to pass regulation after the Terra Luna thing went down. And was it after? If...
0: Did they pass it after or was it before?
2: Mm, that, that's the question. I mean, <laughs> I think... there wouldn't be a bailout, what, like that bailout of like Coinbase, maybe after uh, after this like Tiny stuff like comes to an end if it, it does. What, Maybe what? Then they'll be ripe to bail out like a giant exchange that holds a majority of coins. Um, but again, it's not the same thing, right? Because right? like it's the Bitcoin they care about. It's yeah. the Bitcoin that's probably going to be back in treasuries. It's like
0: they're going to want to know how to uh, control it, so they can tax it. It's the main thing too. But yeah. and to see who's using it, because like what are, you know, they're trying to get rid of the gray market. You know, as you know, aka your dollars. So. Um, <clears throat> But, anyways,
2: and if you don't want them doing that, then just take your coins off the goddamn exchange and yeah. don't give them like a reason to, yeah. like, you know, shift stick them. their nose in your business.
0: Shift them, shift them. Yeah. You gotta
2: fucking shift your coins, mother.
0: Yep. So go network? to uh,
2: shiftcrypto.ch, buy yourself a Bitbox 02 hardware wallet, super sleek, simple, sexy. Uh, those are Luke Mikich's words, not mine. Super and sleek, simple,
0: sexy. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. This is an ad right now, guys. Stop. <laughs> sorry. Jim,
2: turn your goddamn phone off, please. Oh, yeah, sorry. And um, 5% off. I mean, 5% off ain't nothing. And what's also ain't nothing is the value of your Bitcoin because it's infinity divided by 21 million. Think about that. Anyway, Uncle Jim, tell us about New York City can you start spreading the news
0: yeah sure i can start spreading the news about nyc <laughs> okay new york city 1975 all right folks 1975 um so yeah they had reached the end of their credit rope right um and like you would think this is like like a corporation or something too like you know they weren't this is a city and uh, so like What's up?
2: Who who was the borrower? What did that have work through? Like the New York Treasury Department. Who? Like right. m- when New York was getting all these loans. Who was? Was that through like New York, the state it's of New like York the pol- Treasury Department? Like who? Like handled the
0: politicians. That? Like through the politicians. Is that what you're well, saying?
2: Yeah. What, what what agency? So like Penn Central, <laughs> like that's the customer in the last example. Mm-hmm. So like is it the governor of new york or like well what no that's a government?
0: city it's a city the city the city takes out loans they're taking out actually loans from but that's all through the like the,
2: the city's like treasury department right
0: the federal reserve they're taking it from is that what you're saying or who the federal asking?
2: reserve sends money to what like the treasury account commercial
0: commercial bank in new york city no. or oh oh you're saying like that yeah 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 or they buy they're taking out long-term loans long-term debt with them i yeah directly i think
2: cool
0: are they shit
2: or maybe like new york city it has like they probably have their own no. account with the fed right well,
0: well they would know they would just get it probably through commercial banks no through these commercial banks in new york i know city. but
2: but like wh- where where do those commercial banks send the new york money to
0: that's through the city the city runs the city is running they have a budget they run it they're running as a city as like what do you mean yeah, so it's I on their books. books. It's on their it's on their books as a loan to the city. So they get money right from. The, they're going to okay. go to a bank. They're going to go to a bank, take out long term debt loan for three or five years, whatever.
2: So, th- so there's just like <clears throat> this one abstracted, like so. But New York, New York City, York city like, account at JP Morgan.
0: Yeah, yeah. So cities do this all the time. All the time, they have long term, you know, debt that they um, take out to for certain things. So for what? to pay payroll like in this case with New York right, City right. had so many employees there was 49 employees for every 1000 person so like 5% of the people in New York City were um, were government workers right which is insane and these government workers were making more money than your your people in the private sector um so and that's another reason why that New York City they went heavily into debt too so they're taking out these loans and they can't service them so they they reached a, the end of their credit rope um basically then what do they have to do like in every other case like i said they have to go they went down to washington to say you know here let me check yeah like if you know the city goes under we're screwed you know all these jobs will be lost um the city will be jeopardized and it'll you know like you know curtail and go around the whole world and everything even this is my favorite part i was just reading this the other day um David Rockefeller even went so far. So this is David Rockefeller at Chase Manhattan Bank. Chase Manhattan in New York. He persuaded his friend Helmut Schmidt, chancellor of West Germany, right? To make a statement to the media that the, that the disaster situation in New York uh, can, trigger, can trigger an international financial panic crisis, whatever, right? So like this, this city of New York and Rockefeller went to that length because they, the city was so screwed and couldn't pay back their debt that they reached out, <laughs> Rockefeller reached out to the chancellor, this uh of West Germany, to like make the statement. So to put people on being like, oh my God, like we have to give the the city money. We have to, otherwise, like this is going to be detrimental to the whole world. So like he put that on a on a global scale then, right? So then what happened? Um, that Congress didn't want to turn New York into anarchy or, you know, an anarchy zone or disgrace America nor trigger a worldwide financial panic crisis, blah, blah, blah. So they authorized an additional direct loan of two, over 2 billion. I think it was 2.3 billion. Um, and then that, what is it? Yeah. It more than doubled the size of their loan then of their, of their current debt. Um, so, uh, <laughs> this is the best part. All the money was loaned. Um, so, like, like, here, let me explain, like, how it happened, you know, like, all the money was then loaned, like I was saying at first, but then, but at first it first has to be borrowed, right? So, borrowed by Congress, and most of it was, most of it would be created directly or indirectly by the Fed, right? So, the Congress is borrowing from the Fed directly or indirectly, and that money is then taken <laughs> excuse me taken from the taxpayer through the loss of purchasing power called inflation then that's that's how they're getting that money back when shit starts going up in prices which you're seeing now too and and we're paying for it we are paying for the failures of all of these uh, um uh, you know like like i said new york city um a railway a railroad rail road company railway company um stuff like that anything that's been uh, nationalized like that, <clears throat> the taxpayer is paying for those losses because these banks don't want to go under because it's worse for those banks to act. That's a bigger loss for these banks, then. That's the thing, you know. So, um, and then I mean, I guess to end it off, like, um, where was I? Yeah, like I said, so like at least the bank, like we're getting we're having to pay for it right through this inflation, and at least the banks, at least they, you know, they, uh, won't have to take the hit because we're we're taking it through X amount of years, whatever. But yeah. So like, as this, what happens, like I said, the extended pretend this carries on New York city is continued to be a welfare utopia and is unlikely that they're ever going to get out of their debt. It's a welfare utopia and it's happening to the rest of the United States. It's sad. So that's New York city. um, And it happens to other cities too. Um, That's just like a big one. Obviously it's huge. Um, What do you want to do? Move on to Chrysler? yeah Chrysler here's the theme of Chrysler this is 1978 here's the theme ready we need three cars to choose from not two major car dealerships we need three right okay we'll start there so again Chrysler like New York City on the verge of bankruptcy right Um, Congress was informed that the public would suffer greatly if the company folded same deal, lose countless amount of jobs. Um, it would be a blow to the American way of freedom of choice. We're reduced. This is my favorite from three to two makes of automobiles. It would, it would just be a huge fucking detriment to the American people, <laughs> the American way. Like, oh my God, we can't choose from three cars and we only have two now. Oh my God, fuck. So that's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, right? Uh, For once, the status actually uh, won, like free market competition. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Whereas in Lockheed, they were like, fuck everyone else. Right, They're just going gonna... to be Lockheed or die. <laughs> yep, exactly.
0: So they guaranteed what? Uh, up to $1.5 in new loans. Um, excuse me. Um, this is another case. News of the deal pushed up the market value of the stock and largely offset the loan write-off, right? Boom, there it goes. Which... A lot of these, the banks. Uh, so then, the banks previously uncollectible debt was converted into government-backed interest-bearing asset. So, right, we see we keep seeing this common theme of too big to fail. Like hardship, there's hardship of thousands of employees um, if the company went under. Um, only two major brands. This is like I said, only two major brands of cars to choose from instead of three. Holy shit! Oh my god, there's only you know two now. We can't let that happen. And so this continues and continues and it just keeps rolling over the debt and rolling over the debt because, oh my God, well, it, it, it's, it, it's essentially because of the object of the game, because these bankers would have huge losses if these companies and everything did go under. So what did they do? These bankers get together with the companies and they are deeply integrated with these corporations and these corporations and these C-level guys, like I said, With these bankers go down to Congress, go to Washington, march on Washington and say, hey, like, listen, we're Chrysler, we're New York City, we're Penn Central, we are Lockheed, we provide this for this, you know, for the, uh, uh, for the United States, for the world, blah, 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 like, we can't go under, we need a loan now, like now we can't service our debt, we need this fucking now or people are going to lose jobs, there's going to be so much hardship. Yeah, you know how the story goes. And they give it to them and the bankers make money. Normally the corporations actually, and the C-level guys actually <laughs> make more money that way too, through dividends, stock payouts and everything. And um, oh, stock buybacks too. They do. It's a joke. It's ridiculous. So um, in the end, they like, they they're going to get, they're going to get bailed out if you're, you know,
1: If you're People, what Jim? If you're
0: <laughs> if you're a big corporation like that, or like you know, like everything I just said, you're and you have and you have those bankers, and you're in deep with those bankers, and you have big loans with those bankers that you know, and it's just all a fucking fugazi, man. It's a fucking fugazi. Um, but yeah, yeah. where are we?
2: I mean, it's just a common That's thing, Chrysler, theme of, yeah. of, of of too big to fail. Yeah, one hundred percent. So. so, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, next we're going to introduce more anecdotes, but the difference is kind of like the FDIC's role in here.
0: Yeah, we'll see how Probably
2: they... That's happy stories. Yeah. And then part three, we're going to get even deeper and cover more recent current events. Oh, Great financial crisis. Ooh. So and maybe nice. even tie in to COVID (gasps) and like the and how like the the repo crisis kind of unfolded in 2019. 2019. I don't know. That might be a large task. Maybe we'll no, if if listeners like that, then maybe we'll we'll save that for like an extra bonus.
0: Listeners (laughs) want listeners. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Um, We'll put it behind a paywall.
0: um, Yeah. 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 Yeah, save it but for now. the last one. We'll see. Maybe we'll throw a four in there. We'll see.
2: Perhaps, perhaps if we get our act but this, is a, this is this is a, a huge book, and uh, we it just kind of like power through it. So, but yeah, that's that's a book on Jim's fingertip right there. Perfect. Anyway, guys. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying the series. Yeah. I think I'm getting some pretty positive feedback, as far as I'm concerned, <clears throat> and uh should if we do better were doing let us know a terrible kidding, job sorry. yeah <laughs> let us know if we we're just doing a terrible job and you think you can do this better send some constructive uh, construction sure, sure, sure. some constructive criticism
0: send some construction workers over our right way Yeah. okay just
2: kidding what the fuck's that mean?
0: that's what you're about to say anyway. um but yeah we don't care honestly if you give us any input i'm not gonna change anything so
2: no probably not not really.
0: <laughs>
1: Just kidding, anyway. But so,
2: yeah. signing off here, one last shout out to the Bitbox OT by shift crypto.ch 5% off Bitcoin made simple and not your keys, not your cheese. All the good stuff. If you're safe coins. out there, uh, you know, it might get bumpy along the way with what the feds doing. We're crossing our fingers for a uh, I am at least for another 50 50 bip hike. Seventy five would be even be better, you know. Just a, rip, rip, rip the band-aid off.
0: He's a QT Maxi. <laughs> I'm
2: QT Maxi. That's right. Cry oh, harder, man. That's funny. That's good stuff.
0: That's not funny. It's yeah. It's so, yeah. I mean, you, you gotta stay face, safe out there.
2: You gotta face turmoil in the face and just laugh at it. Talking about oil,
0: fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting turmoil, yeah. Anyways, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. We'll be coming at you live with round two. Who knows when?
2: And um yeah, I think that's all. Uh you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Sue, M R P S E U. Jim. Where, where where can they where can they find you, Jim? The just
0: so it's water At the honest um H O D L E. And that's where you'll water. you'll find me. Awesome. That's about yep, it.
2: Yep, that'll do it. As always, uh do's and do that's peace, peace out, siren Nara and audios and Remember to own your failure and your Bitcoin, because God knows our so-called, our so-called leaders do not, and you definitely don't want your leaders own your Bitcoin. Get a box
0: Toodles. Shift it. doodles.
1: This is your friendly reminder to rate, subscribe, review They say the best things, they come in threes Like rate, subscribe, review If you rated five stars, we can raise the bar Subscribe so you can stay in tune And don't forget at the very end To leave a nice review Something like I love you soon subscribe review please thank you not your keys not your coin if you're in Bitcoin and you haven't heard this you're hearing it now the value proposition of Bitcoin is that you are your own bank you take complete self custody of this thing and you don't need to trust anyone but yourself As Uncle Ben says, with great power comes great responsibility. And I'm pretty sure that all you Bitcoiner dudes and ladies out there can put on your grown-up pants and take self-custody. Honestly, one of the best options is the Bitbox O2 by Shift Crypto. Because it's just sleek and voluptuous and lovely. And it's user-friendly. And that's what we want out of Bitcoin. We want to be able to store Bitcoin, access it, use it in a way that a toddler can. And that's pretty much what you're getting from the BitBox O2. You've got your cold storage on a hardware device. And you can sleep soundly at night knowing that you're your own bank and no one else can come and steal your Bitcoin. And that's all possible with Ship Crypto's BitBox O2. So if you want to put on your big boy and big girl pants and be a good bitcoiner and actually own your money as opposed to putting it on an exchange or a bank. Let's just call them for what they are, a bank, where they're rehypothecating that Bitcoin. And again, this isn't your Bitcoin. If you put it on there, it's theirs. And so it's not your money they're losing. It's their money they're losing because they're trying to use that Bitcoin to make more money. Take the spread, the vig, if you will. And honestly, they go tits up because they're bad actors and they don't care about you and your wealth because when your Bitcoins with them is no longer yours. So if you want to bypass all of that, go to shiftcrypto.ch and snag yourself a Bitbox 02. Use the promo code Bitcoin made simple, all caps, no spaces for 5% off a bitbox02 from shiftcrypto.ch. Because self-custody is self-sovereignty. Get that Bitcoin in the right hands. Your hands.